0: Listening to the Agent Survival Guide Podcast, a podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing, educating, empowering, improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. Retail healthcare is on the rise in the United States, but what exactly is it, and how does it affect Medicare beneficiaries? We discuss that and more in The Advent of Retail Healthcare and What It Means for Medicare Beneficiaries, written by Roxanne Anderson. Imagine this. You are outside raking leaves early one fall afternoon. Everything's going fine, but wait, what's that? You feel like there's something crawling on your leg and, oh, there it is. It's a spider. You brush it off, but it's already too late. It bit you, though you don't start to notice that until a few hours later when the afflicted area is itchy, swollen, red, and really starting to bother you. But by that time, it's too late to go see your primary care physician. Their office is closed, and let's be honest, would you really have been able to get in today anyway? Probably not. But you don't want to wait until tomorrow to try to get an appointment, so what can you do? It looks like the ER is your only option, right? Not anymore. Thank you. Retail healthcare. What is retail healthcare? Well, retail healthcare is currently one of the fastest growing industries in the United States. The phrase also describes a growing movement to make healthcare more accessible, convenient, and affordable for individuals, just like how retail stores make their products and services readily available for customers. Oftentimes, this means healthcare providers and insurance providers team up with retailers to put healthcare clinics in retail stores. The appeal of these clinics is that their operating hours typically include and extend beyond those of quote unquote normal doctor's offices. They also generally accept walk ins. These clinics can be a great option for non-life-threatening ailments or illnesses that you want to get immediate attention for, like bug bites, minor cuts or wounds, minor illnesses like allergies, earaches, pink eye, sinus infections, sore throats, screenings, vaccinations, and other shots, even physicals and other wellness services. It's also key to note that they are focused on their patients' overall healthcare experience, much like how retail stores focus on their customers' overall experiences. Think about the last time you went to a large chain grocery store. Was there a pharmacy in there? What about a health clinic? If not, there may be soon. Why should agents take note? Health insurance agents should, at minimum, know the basics of retail healthcare and who is involved in it for three reasons. One, these clinics provide valuable and oftentimes affordable care to health insurance members, aka your clients. Two, health insurers are getting in on this action. This may affect their plan offerings and networks, changing the way you analyze, offer, and recommend plans. And three, Provider groups are getting involved in retail healthcare too, but we will have more on that later. Right now, let's talk about who has entered this industry so far. If you live in North Carolina, you may have recently seen in the news that Walgreens and Novant Health have announced a retail healthcare collaboration. North Carolinian shoppers can expect to see Novant Health Express at Walgreens, their joint retail health clinic, at three Walgreens in their state next year. But retail health is not new to Walgreens or other large-chain pharmacies or grocery stores. Walgreens already offers retail health clinics like their MedExpress Urgent Care Clinics in addition to their pharmacy store chain. Walmart is another large retailer that offers health care clinics as well as pharmacies. In fact, the first Walmart Health Center opened this past September, and it offers even more services than its in-store care clinics. Target has retail health clinics, and Rite Aid offers their Ready Clinic program. And then there's CVS Health, a retailer known for pharmaceutical services, Minute Clinic services, and their brand-new Health Hub locations. In fact, many health insurers are taking steps toward expanding their retail healthcare offerings and partnerships. Just look at Walgreens Boots Alliance and Humana Senior Clinic Venture. Then there's also the Anthem Walmart program that launched in January 2019. Additionally, Walmart has a co-branded Medicare prescription drug plan with health insurance giant Humana. And consider the even bigger CVS-Aetna merger. Insurers have been moving to bring pharmacy benefit managers in-house, like with the Aetna-CVS deal, but their attempt to gain more control over pricing and further integrate members' care has not stopped there. They, too, have realized that by teaming up with retail stores, they can make healthcare more accessible, affordable, and convenient for their members. It's also worth mentioning that provider groups are taking notes and participating in the retail healthcare movement in their own way. Take, for example, Oak Street Health, a network of health centers focused on providing care to seniors in Pennsylvania, Indiana, Michigan, and Ohio, which is partnered with Humana. Their centers, like some other provider group centers, are sometimes conveniently located in strip malls, a retail atmosphere. And analysts speculate that e-commerce giant Amazon may even soon get in on the action. Not only is Amazon starting to open brick-and-mortar grocery stores after their acquisition of Whole Foods, a health food store, but they also recently bought PillPack, a unique online pharmacy startup, and have started Haven with Berkshire Hathaway and JP Morgan Chase. Haven is a joint healthcare venture by the companies to find ways to improve healthcare outcomes and costs for their cumulative 1.2 million employees. It's likely only a matter of time before Amazon takes the leap and starts putting retail health clinics in their Whole Foods grocery stores. But what does this mean for Medicare beneficiaries? Currently, there are more than 3,000 retail health clinics across the United States. Many of these facilities accept people of varying ages, from kids and younger adults to older adults, and insurances, including employer insurance, marketplace insurance, Medicare, and sometimes even Medicaid. In short, retail health clinics provide another way for Medicare beneficiaries to get some of the non-life-threatening care they may need. If they're faced with a certain dilemma, like a spider bite, a burn from boiling pasta water, or a sore strep-infected throat They don't have to go to the ER if they need care outside of their primary care physician's office hours. They can save time and potentially save money by visiting a local health clinic. With Medicare, beneficiaries are entitled to an annual wellness visit, and some retail health clinics allow members to get that visit at their facility for free. Additionally, many retail health care clinics can help Medicare members get their annual flu shot or even help them monitor their chronic conditions like diabetes and high cholesterol via screenings. Partnerships with healthcare clinics could be seen as another way for certain Medicare plans to provide more value-based care to their members on multiple levels. In some cases, going to a retail health clinic may be more convenient and affordable for Medicare members, which is kind of the point, right? Some Medicare plans even have transportation to these types of facilities embedded in their benefits, which is great for beneficiaries who have trouble traveling away from home. If a member lives in a remote area, there may be a retail health clinic that's closer to them than their nearest standalone doctor's office or hospital. Of course, these members may also have access to telehealth too, but sometimes they may actually need to travel to an in-person facility for medical assistance. And don't think retail healthcare isn't infiltrating telehealth. Consider Best Buy's 2018 acquisition of Great Call. Google's parent company has also entered the healthcare space, with Alphabet investing $375 million in Oscar Health back in August of 2018. Alphabet plans to use data to revolutionize the health industry. Now, it's very important to note we do not think that these new healthcare clinics should take the place of doctor's offices and hospitals. While some retail healthcare facilities have primary care physicians on staff and actually serve as a doctor's office, others may just have rotating nurses and physicians' assistants. Regular visits to a primary care physician can be important to managing chronic conditions and a patient's overall health. Good preventive care can lower health risks and future health care costs. So if your client's nearest retail health clinic does not have board-certified doctors on staff, remember, they should keep checking in with their PCP. That said, however, retail health care clinics can be a good health care option, and they certainly are not going away. Instead, they're revolutionizing when and how people can get the care they need. It's theorized that retail healthcare clinics may have some serious cost-cutting power for consumers, especially if they can help avoid higher-cost ER visits. Insurers could possibly benefit in this way, too. The savings they see from these partnerships could even be passed down to members eventually. This movement is still in its early stages, though, and more research and analyses will need to be done while these care clinics have some time to grow. Rest assured that we will bring news of any significant changes your way, whether that's in the form of an episode like this one, an article on our Agent Survival Guide site, or in an episode of our brand new series, The Friday Five. Each week, we are bringing you a list of five things you need to know about that happened during the past week. Think of it as your quick and simple summary of the most important health insurance-related happenings over the last few days. It is exclusive to the podcast, and each episode is packed with great information. The best way to make sure you do not miss out on our Friday Five content or any of our upcoming episodes is by subscribing to our podcast. You can do that in just about every podcast app that's out there. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, CastBox, Podcast Addict. Pandora, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, Luminary, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Breaker, the list goes on and on. But in each of those apps, subscribing or following is free. New episodes are automatically downloaded to your listening queue and you can set up notifications for those new episodes. So if you want to make sure you're getting the most out of this podcast and from the Agent Survival Guide that you possibly can, please consider subscribing or following. It just takes one little tap and you are good to go. That is all for this installment of the Agent Survival Guide podcast. Don't forget to follow or subscribe in the app that you are listening on right now. Thanks for doing that and thank you for listening. We will see you next episode.